I'm alive, Mr. Murdoch. Back, how, are how are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, no problem. Number two. So uh, I don't mean this subject is number two, but it's the second one in our series here. Yeah. Uh, very well received, the first one. Uh, very timely. And again, thanks so much for giving up your time. Yeah. Uh, just to let anyone know who's only tuning in for, for Irish and they've, they haven't seen the business one, make sure to go back and check the business one. What we're doing in this series is we're taking, as we said before, Ireland's top teachers starting off with Ronan Murdoch, and we're going through in three parts every single subject. So the first part, we talk about what's on the course and what's on the exam and the layout of the exam to get our bearings. Second part, what we do is we ask you as, as a teacher how, how we should go about studying, what we should do this year, what, um, what sort of ideas you would have in light of like recent times going towards the exam, what we could do now. And then part three is the the unbelievable, the Q&A. So right, as we said, from the horse's mouth, we ask the students send in questions and I hit you up on the spot and you come back with with only gold so far in business. Hopefully it's going to be the same with, with Irish here. I, I don't know what gold is in Australia, but uh, <laughs> sure we, won't, we won't get into that. So um, Ronan, thanks so much. Part, part, one, part one anyway, Irish. Uh, I suppose there's a little few things to talk about with what's on the course here. I suppose yeah. originally what we should talk about is uh, in a normal leaving cert year, what, like what's on the course? Right, well, um, actually, because I, I laid it up on the board there, but the way I'd say that on the board is, is factoring in for this year and stuff. But um, if basically what they do is they work the paper out of 600, right? So you've got um, 240 marks are gone for the oral exam. But in light of the orals being cancelled, all the students now have 240 out of 240. So they're in a very good position there. So the remaining 360 marks, um, that's, that's what's out on the table now for the students to get marked out of the remaining 60%. So what you're going to see is um, they'll have 160 going for paper one and then 200 for paper two, and that will be the remaining um, 360 marks. Okay, fantastic. So does that, does that mean just to get 100% straight that every single student in the country now has 240 out of, out of 600 marks? It's not as if we're starting at 0%. They actually have that percent in the bag. Yeah, they're, they're full marks, exactly that. So um, it, and that, it works out like even if for a student now, if they're aiming for a H1, they have to get 84% or higher in, um, in their paper one and paper two. And if they do that, they manage to get a they get a H one. So mm -hmm. if you're if you're if you're factoring it in, that's that's what you're, where you're aiming for now. So if anything, even though there's a bit of an uproar, if anything, it's a it's a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that way, definitely, yeah, it can't, can't be looked any other way, really. On that, like the, the argument could be that the papers might be a bit more harshly marked, like the essays and stuff like that. But but overall, students are in a, in a really really strong position. Anybody doing higher level arts, well, ordinary as well, but just. We'll be focusing hard today. Yeah, they're in good position. Unbelievable. Okay, cool. So perfect. And so, uh, I uh, this is probably this is my massive ignorance. The yeah. oral that's yeah. it's a part of one of the papers. Yeah. Look, I, I'll I'll go through it here, right? Because I've laid it out, and then it can um, it can might refresh your memory. Did you do higher ordinary day for leaving sir? Uh, I I did ordinary level. Okay. So you have it. You you can you can see it here, right? This the this way the papers broken out. Now. You've got paper one, and that's your composition where you basically write an essay, I'll go through the choice out there, and then you have a listening comprehension. So you have it up there, that's your 160 marks there. Mm -hmm. Then you've got paper two, you've got two reading comprehensions, 50 marks each. 
you'll have your uh, five stories you have to cover for 30 marks, five poems you have to cover for 30 marks, minimal extra literature, which most people do a play called on trio, um, and that will be for 40 marks, and that will add up to being the remaining 200 marks. So I'll go through like, you know, I might go through each part of it here, but that's the, that's the layout there, the, the exam starts. So on paper one, you've got your essay and your listening comprehension, and then paper two, so a lot of that is stuff you can study for, your stories, your, your poems, and your play. And the listening comprehension is one area that I've been marking students to make sure they, they cover a lot on. And it was badly answered last year, and students would, um, would tend to struggle a bit with it. So that's just, um, that's, that's what I'd be strongly advising there for anybody, um, anybody coming in now, just look with, with their time and stuff like that, I'd make sure I, I was working hard on that part of the paper. So, do you want me to go through? I'll go through the choices you have, right? So, yeah, yeah, please. On the paper one, paper one, you're going to have, um, it'll break down the start, you'll have the essays, and you're going to have uh, two hours to write your essay. You'll have five essay choices, you'll have two story choices, you'll have a debate, and you'll also have the option of writing a speech. So, overall, you get nine options in the day. You, the student just picks any one of those nine. Only thing is, the two stories, most students don't really go for the stories at all. So that'll, that'll narrow your choices down to really seven options. Five essays, a debate and a speech. And that's one thing that's really important with Irish. That like, it's not like with other, with other questions, like where there's compulsory questions on paper one. You have a really, really good choice. So sometimes students could end up panicking and they might be like, right, what, if, what happens if, let's say, an essay on um, like technology comes up this year and I haven't prepared an essay to discuss technology. It doesn't matter. Even if it does come up, you still have lots of other options on the daily exam to go through. So like, even I did last year, like um, a lot of students were worried about like if homeless was to come up, and homeless did appear, but even though if they, if they hadn't covered this, they still would have had plenty of other options on the daily exam. So that's just one thing I find that you really want to specialize in your essay topics, not try to cover a broad amount of everything. Because sometimes the students go into the exam and they're like, right, I can cover like 20 different essay titles and you know, loads of broad things covered. They don't know any of them inside out and they might go into the exam and they might be able to look at like their, their paper one and be able to look at like five different essays they could attempt, but none of them they could attempt at a very, very high standard. If you're going into the exam, you want to be able to really like say like, right, I can nail that essay and I'm not worried about what anything else because I've got one essay that I know is at a H1 standard. So that's the way you're better off, I find, studying for prior to paper for the essays to really make sure you, if you're doing a topic, do it right and absolutely nail it, know it inside out. It's kind of like the, the opposite of, of business where business was so specific and so this is what's come up, this is to the point. In Irish, it, looks, it seems like they, they want you to show off your Irish and they're giving you as much opportunity as possible to do so. That'd be correct. I, I, absolutely. Like, and, and they've given the, the Irish paper one exam. I've never like, ever had a year where I came out and was like, thinking all oh, my students got a raw deal there and they, they, were, they weren't prepared. Irish paper, with, with the Irish paper one, they've, like, pretty much every year, if you look over the past papers, there's always been a topic, since like the new course came in 2012, there's always been a topic every year where they ask you something to do with the life of a teenager. And even if students go into the exam, knowing that inside out, um, chances are, again, the same thing will happen. They'll get, they'll, get a, they'll get a topic there that's something to do with being a teenager would be very, very likely. Like last year, they, they had, uh, their option was, young people don't look after their health. You know, or, and, and, and also another one was the enjoyment and stress of being a second level student. So the, the second level, you know, leave or whatever. So that was like two essays alone on being a teenager that year. So they, um, and, and they, they would, they would tend, tend to get nice topics around those areas. So it, it is a case, 
they will be quite strict though. Like like you said, it's a chance to show off. You want to have lots of like you want to make sure you you've got um your spellings accurate. They they basically the way they're grading as well. They're grading your essay of hundred. Um, but 80, 80 marks is going for your Irish. And then the 20 is really going for how well you discuss the topic and how well did you, did you stick to the title. But 80 of the marks will be going for your Irish, like the wealth of the phrase, the wealth of your vocab, your accuracy, your grammar. That's what they're looking out for there on the, the 80 marks for your essay. I remember Gavin saying in one of the English ones a while ago, he was saying that every student should, like, kind of like you said, should know what they gravitate towards in English for their essays or whatever they're, they're writing and stick to that. Gavin was saying that he would, I can't remember exactly, but he was saying he would struggle to write a short story, but he'd be very, very good at writing a speech. Uh, would you suggest then that a student should know on the day of the exam, well, obviously broadly enough, but broadly what one of those that they're going to do? Yeah, 100%. And Dave, this is about a strategy at this stage. We're talking about only your leaving certs for 2020. Yeah. Bear in mind, you're in a position now, you've already got 40% for your, uh, for your oral exam. So if yeah. I was going in, my leaving cert this year in 2020, I'd be playing a dead safe essay. Like I'd be, I'd be not, it's, it's like in a way, like, you know, you're in a football match and you're up by a couple of goals or something in, in that sense that like you're playing it very, very safe, straight to the middle. And um, that's the first thing by all that, that I'd be aiming for. So if you're sitting here and you're aiming for like H3 or H4, pick the safest, direct, very direct, safe essay and lean with that one. Because if they, if let's say if you go with an essay title and you're not too sure what the title actually means, but you write about it. And that's the thing, the essay title being Irish and like, sometimes students be like, oh, I think the title means this much. And then they start writing about it. But if they're off topic, it's ad rem, they call it, and you just get nothing for it. You literally get zero marks. And that was a massive problem students had last year. Hundreds of students literally got zero out of 100 on their essay because they wrote, they misinterpreted the title. So the biggest thing I'd be saying, especially with the little, you know, the position you're in now, you know you've got 40% already out of 40 in your oral. Play very, very safe on the essay titles and, um, and, and make sure you, you, don't, you, you, write, you, you know exactly what the essay title's on. And that's what I'd be, I'd be stressing. By, before you even look into going through, like, um, the type of t essays and which one's best, make sure you've got the, you understand the title. And then if you're 50-50, if you're like looking one title, you're like, right, this title is quite safe, be quite vague. I might write a standard enough essay. Or if there's another option of, okay, I could write a really, really good essay, but I'm not too sure what these couple of words and title means, I'd 100% be going for the safer essay, especially this year, considering the circumstances. Yeah, no, that's good advice. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it really is just a strategy and those things. But on that as well, like what, what students would know, like going back to even your question there, you were like, would they, um, would they, would they know what they're best at writing? Absolutely. A lot of students would have written essays in their mocks and they know what they're quite good at. And um, I'd be really looking, if I was going into the exam this year, I'd make sure I had an essay covered on a broad one, even on the, the life of a teenager. Then I'd look at stuff like something in our government, because you didn't see politics popping up last year in the paper. I'd make sure I had that covered as well. And then, um, and then maybe broaden up stuff on like technology or the environment as well. Those types of topics, good chance you could see something pop up. Nothing popped up last year in technology in the leading search. We had it in 2018 and 15. Okay, perfect. Uh, and I think in the next part, we'll get into a little bit of, uh, of how to go ahead and look at that. What about the listen comprehension? Any, is there any good ideas behind the listen comprehension is, like I know the, the sound, this is like, you listen to something, it, it, and uh, and you write down obviously obviously your answers, but is there certain themes on that? 
is there or is it just like you just have to be prepared on the day to be good at listening yeah no no there is and a lot of it like you 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 get the usual type thing most of the time it'll be like announcements and what i find with the listening is that like students it, it, the listening is quite is quite tough and, and students didn't perform well there last year and it's getting harder and harder every year and um this year again considering they you already have a 40 percent in the irish they won't be very forgiving when they're grading it they will be quite strict with the marking on it so what I'd be advising students to listening is to really start practicing doing it now. Like even if you're looking at it, um, try and get to try and aim to get one in a week. There's literally no reason why you couldn't because you can get all the papers on examinations.ie, you can get the marking schemes, you can get the audio clips, you can get it all on the Department of Education's website, playing through them. And um, it, they, they do ask the same types of things. A lot of time it's like an announcement about and um, maybe sometimes it might be going for a job application a lot of times people can i talk about an exam do you know what it is a lot of time they will look as well the types of topics that you'd be discussing in your essays you're reading comprehensions so they might discuss the environment as a topic and they might go into stuff like mobile phones or anything like that those things can come up with a bit in the listening and um, above all else with it though what i would be advising is the listening is the first part of the whole exam you're going to do right so like you walk in you're going to have the listening comprehension first then you're gonna go and write your essay. So what I'd be saying, trying to say to students is that, um, before you even go into the exam, on, on the day of, of when you're ever doing your paper one exam, um, listen to Irish for 20 minutes straight. Listen to a sample reading comprehension or listening comprehension for 20 minutes straight to tune your ear in. A lot of times students are going, like before they go into the exam, they're kind of standing around their friends, chatting away in English, maybe looking at their essay titles, trying to learn off a few phrases. But when they go into the exam, then they've got a listening comprehension for like 25 minutes and then and then they start in their essay. So even the stuff that they're going over in their essay, that all has been drained out because they've just done a listening comprehension. But their ear, which is the most important thing, their ear isn't tuned in because um, they, they, haven't, uh, they haven't been listening at all to Irish that day. So like a, a big thing that happen is that like even if you're looking at how they split the marks, for your listening comprehension between section A, B, and C. Listening comprehension is broken into those three parts, A, B, and C. Students score the worst on part A, despite the fact that part A is the easiest. And the reason for that is students, their ears aren't tuned in. They haven't been listening to Irish at all, and they're rusty from when they start off. So the biggest advice I'd have is like, before you go into that exam, 20 minutes you know, aside, before you walk into the exam, just listen to a sample listening comprehension. And probably pick one you've already listened to before because it's good because it'll get your confidence up. You know, you don't be listening to a hard one and be like, oh crap, I don't know what this means. And then yeah. go in and actually do a hard one. Does that make sense? This is kind of yeah. psychology with it. But, but that's, that's really important because now when you're looking at it, they're marking it at 360, the uh, listening comprehension 60 marks there. So it's 16% of the remaining part that's examinable on, on your paper. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That's actually similar to Matt's. Uh, I find even just me as a teacher, if I don't do a few maths before, like sums before my first class of the day, generally that's when I actually make a few more mistakes because you're not almost warmed up, I suppose. And I, yeah. I, can only, I can only imagine that a language is even more so than that because you're li listening out for accents, phrases, all, all that sort of crap. And yeah, like, yeah, we're all the same. Look, I, I find with even my subjects, like I find nearly when I'm starting off like the, um, the only class, like the class I'd probably have to prep for the most for would be the August courses we do, you know, those because you, you haven't worked on your subject for a couple of, a couple of months and that's exactly when you'd be rusty. Same thing with the students. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about paper two, Ro, will you? Yeah, sure. Um, paper two, you've got two reading comprehensions that they'll give you. Um, reading comprehension students score quite, quite highly here, okay? The only question that's a bit tricky is question six. We, we'll go into that tomorrow because there's a lot on that, right? But just basically, Reading comprehensions, 
two of them out of 50 marks or 200 marks, it's half of paper two. All right, so that's, and that's the, that's the first part there. Um, students will do quite well once they practice on question 6B and they, they, they'll be okay there. Then you've got a, a five stories you have to cover, you know, the pros, and they'll ask you one of them. You won't have a choice. So whatever one comes up out of the five, you have to answer a question on. And the same thing will be with the, um, with the poetry. You'll get five poems and you won't get a choice. You have to cover five, you won't get a choice. One of the five will come up and you'll have to answer a question on that. And then that's also for 30 marks. And then the end you'll have like extra literature, which is the play. And they'll ask you a question on that. Uh, it could be like most students will do the play, but it could be also a thing called Goff or Ignatia Germ. Basically, you cover one of them. It's your literature you cover during the year, and you'll get a question on that. You won't have a choice, and that'll be again for 40 marks. So um, that's the that's the layout there, yeah. Perfect. And what what would you say what would you say is uh, is more difficult? Paper one or paper two, or where it does it depend on the student? Yeah, um, students would probably score. Students would, I'd imagine, if they were asked, if you were saying this on the spot, they'd probably imagine students would do worse on paper, paper one. But students actually, uh, uh, sorry, they do worse on paper two. But students actually score a bit better on paper two than they do on paper one. So, um, paper paper one, um, the the reason paper two would be a bit easier is because the reading comprehension pulls the marks up there, basically with it. Okay, so um. And you can kind of, I'll go through it tomorrow with the breakdown of the marks in each section and stuff like that, because you can get all these, like, this is all available online, examinations.ae and stuff. But what you'll actually see is students actually don't score as high as you think in paper one and paper two. What drags up their grade usually is the actual oral exam. Now, I know students now have like 100%, but any other year, that would have been the case. So, um, they did. Uh, like, you'll see other years, like the average mark one year for the essay date was 53%. They think, do you remember when I was going through the essay and I was saying, you've seven choices and you pick yeah. one out of those seven? And you can look it up, it's like 2017, I think it was like the average mark that year, despite the fact you had seven options in the day, was 53%. And yeah. higher level Irish. And that's, that's, that's what I mean about they're, they're strict with the grade not. But, um, but really, to go back with it, I'd say, on that, students would probably spend a bit more time studying paper two because you five poems and five stories and your friends. Yeah. But, um, and, but, and they would score a little bit better on that though because of their reading comprehensions. That, that's what uh, Gavin was saying about English is that um, most students study loads for paper two because they feel, uh, they, f they feel, okay, oh, I have to know my poems, I have to know Shakespeare and all that sort of crap. Whereas, and they say you can't study for paper one, whereas paper one is 50% of their grade. And they devote no time to cultivating their, I suppose, skill or they're going through their technique to actually get marks on paper one. So that's kind of what I was trying to fish for there. And you kind of, you kind of answered it there a little bit. And that'd be brilliant for us to go through then tomorrow when we're looking at how to attack all these different, these different ideas. Yeah, yeah. Like tomorrow's one would be a bit of a longer one because there's so many things to go through in each one. But that's that. And I, I was going to get into it there in paper two, but I figured that's more of a just one for tomorrow to go through like the strategy or the strategies for that yeah perfect so the the overview is the overview to summarize what, what we know so far there's there's two papers uh, we have 240 max of marks already in the bag at higher level on, on paper one first of all we're going to go in and do the the listening comprehension we were advised to listen to irish for 20 minutes before then we have the essay where there's the choice of nine but realistically seven pieces that we're going to look through uh, and then paper two where we have, and we're going to look through it tomorrow, the reading comprehension, which can pull us up, but there's a 6B question that we need to get your top tips on. 
we've got prose and poetry, so five options and that. There, well, five ideas. They're going to give you one of each of those in the day, and there's no choice behind it. Uh, and what, what was the last thing again? The last thing for 40 marks is a question on like a play or a story people would have covered. It's called extra literature. Okay, and, perfect. Um, most people would have done a, a play called On Trio, but they could have done stuff like Gotha or Hignotitur or Torrit or you can cover another five pounds and stuff, but they might, that, that's what would, would be in okay, that. Yeah. So, to, to, and then to, to tell me this, Ro, is there anything from paper one and paper two, is there anything else on an overview that we should be aware of? Uh, or we, we, we... May, one tiny thing, but I'd imagine students are already aware of this from their mocks, but just factor in when you're going into the exam paper one, that you've got two hours to write that essay, okay? So to really, really take your, a little under two hours to do it, but like really take your time with, with paper one, the essay. Students never struggle to get the essay finished, but then it's complete opposite. The next day when they go in to do their paper two, you're under massive time pressure for, to get paper two done. So you have to do two reading comprehensions, uh, answer a question on a play, answer, or answer a question on a story, a poem, and then your, your extra literature, and you've got three hours and five minutes to do that. So you will be under pressure on paper two time-wise, but you won't be under pressure for the essay. And they, that's on purpose, because what they want there is, they're, re they're really putting everything in your favor on paper one of the essay. They're giving you your choice with what you want to write about. They're giving you a really broad choice. You've never really been screwed over on the titles. And then on top of that, they give you two hours to write, but they want to see a high standard essay there. And that's they will be looking out for. So back, like even honestly, when I was doing the leaving search, they turn a blind eye if you'd learn an essay off by heart and fire it out like, but this, now for students, they're, they're not letting you away with that. Yeah, so tomorrow we, we're gonna learn how to construct that sort of stuff and that's, so I can't wait, can't wait to learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, genuinely, it's, it's, it's always fascinating <laughs> to see the way it's worked out. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, thanks, thanks very much for that. So overview today uh, and then the next two podcasts, just to remind people, we're gonna go through the actual, how we actually, uh, attack these how we should study for them how we should prepare and plan and then section uh, part c i suppose of our podcast then is our, our q a from from our uh, from our students which is is my favorite part i'm guessing it was a lot like business just a lot of predictions written and stuff was it uh I, I, we'll see mate i don't <laughs> <laughs> i have I pretty much i guarantee there's this thing asked me at 6b I have predictions yeah yeah well, sure, look I'll, have, I'll have to get on to uh, i'll have to get on to some to translate some of the, the ideas for me but yeah, yeah no okay. realistly yeah it was it, it basically people are, hopefully your man comes back with just predictions full stop again <laughs> <laughs> sweet all right thanks very much Rob. yeah great cheers cheers